I'm Angie. I'm Ellie. And this This is is We Advocate Steamy Books, a podcast about reading romance and romancing readers. We're going to mm-hmm. cover a whole series, so we mm-hmm. won't go in-depth as we did last week, Yes, um, but we are going to touch on each one, and we are doing The Salacious Players Club by, by Sarah, Sarah Kate. Kate. Yes. Yes, and this... It's on Kindle Unlimited. Yep. The whole Every series. single one's available. Mm-hmm. I mean, it starts off with praise, and then it goes into... Eyes on me. And then give me more, and, and then mercy. mercy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that one. Yes. Um, but I discovered the series actually, which this is not a series I would normally read. Yeah, Everyone, no. we are getting out, we're getting that out there. Mm-hmm. I would read it, but I'm nice. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew would read it. I was listening to an episode, um, a podcast episode by Faded Mates, and they were talking about daddy kinks. Oh my god. And they were talking about how kind of praise kinks and daddy, the daddy kink, kind of go hand in hand sometimes. Not mm-hmm. necessarily, like, not yeah, all the time. they're not the same. They're not the same. But they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. And I like myself a little praise every now and again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and they talked about this book, Praise, which is the first book mm-hmm. in this series. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm just gonna read it. And then I yeah. saw just all the books. And then I saw what the last book was gonna be about <laughs> at the time. And I knew Ange mm-hmm. would love mm-hmm. that book. So I was like, let's just read every single book. So yes. I, I read every single one. So yes. we'll kind of get into a little bit. Yeah, I did not read the second one um, just for trauma reasons. I was nervous about it. Yes. So I didn't read it. But we advocate taking care of yourself. We do. And we advocate. We advocate really knowing your own boundaries. And checking in with yourself yes. before you explore anything. You know, just like really checking in with yourself. Absolutely. And so we yes. advocate that. Yes. Um, All right. But yeah, so I think we can kind of start. Okay. With praise. Okay. First, we'll talk. Yeah. We, we will skim over praise and mm-hmm. eyes on me, but we'll talk a little bit more about give me more. And I then a whole bunch about mercy, yeah, baby. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're talking a lot oh about God. that. Um, but uh, let me actually get on my Goodreads real quick and actually see what I actually gave praise. I read praise, like, a while ago. Yeah. I rated this four stars, mm-hmm. which I'm actually kind of glad I did because I think when I finished it, I... Well, no, I didn't want to give it five stars when I finished it. And I can, I'll explain a little bit why mm-hmm. later. But I gave it four. Yeah. It was very entertaining. Yeah. Um, I gave it three. Yes, you did. But we will definitely get into why Ellie was more into it than I was. <laughs> um, it is, this is a very kinky series. Like, that's what this whole thing is. Kinky. So Praise is about a male dom. Yes. And then a female sub who's into Praise. She's not a brat. No. She's very into Praise. So no, and I'm a brat. I guess we'll get that out there. Yes. I'm very much lean into brat territory, mm-hmm. and I really, I think, for me, the sexiest part of this book. We're getting into spoilers now, yeah. so spoilers I would, alert. I would say, yeah, go read these books if you're really into different kinks. Absolutely, people exploring kinks. Mm-hmm. If you feel in like a safe way, very, very safe. safe, yes, very safe. If you feel like you're not, yes, everything is so consensual in this book, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Yes. Um, but yeah, if you feel like you're not really into the BDSM or 
stuff like that, then I would probably say steer clear. And I would say too, I personally am more into romance leading romance novels. This definitely leans towards erotica. Yes. There's plot. Mm -hmm. Um, there are, you know, problems and character growth, Mm -hmm. but it definitely is more towards erotica than romance, which I normally gear towards romance. So I wouldn't say these were my favorite books ever, but Mm -hmm. I enjoyed them. I enjoyed them when I read them. Yeah. I really like them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I just liked the exploration Mm -hmm. of them. Absolutely. Because I haven't really, this was my first time reading it. I feel like books like these, because I'm very new to the erotic Yes. Genre. I don't really read too much erotica. Sometimes I'm feeling it, but I'm very much a romance. I'm very much more romance leading in my choices. Yeah. Yeah. I I really enjoyed the series and I guess we can kind of start getting into the first book, Praise. Yeah, for sure. Um so the main characters, we have a Emerson and he is the Dom. Yes. And then we have Charlie or Charlotte, and she is the sub mm-hmm. in the relationship however it does start that charlie was dating emerson's son Bo, and we'll find out why that relationship didn't work in the yes. last one <laughs> but she was dating him and she they had lived together but then they broke up so she had gone to go to get her money her rent check like her half of the rent or the down payment or whatever and she had to go get it from Bo's dad, Emerson, yes. because he was the co-signer yes. of it. And Emerson owns, is a part owner of the Salacious Players Club, which is and the club loaded. in the Yes. He loaded. He loaded. Yes. Um, and this the Salacious Players Club is the club that we're following through this series. The and owners the of owners. it or the people yes. that work in it. Yes. yes. And they're all owners except for in Give Me More. Um, Drake is Drake. not an owner. He's not an owner, but he works there. Yeah. He, he works hard He's there. a hard worker. Yeah, he is. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah. So, she has to go get this. And, I mean, starting right off the bat. Um, oh, this! I think the beginning for me was the sexiest part. And it kind of lost steam for me throughout. Yes. But it, mm-hmm. the sexiest part is she mm-hmm. goes in. And I guess his friend... Um, Garrett has yeah. been trying to find him a sub for a while now, mm-hmm. so he'll just send girls to his office. Yes. Unexpectedly. And so he thinks automatically that Charlie is one of these girls. So he mm. walks into the room and says, Why aren't you on your knees? And yes. I <laughs> wet. Okay, now <laughs> <laughs> fucking wet. <laughs> fucking wet. <laughs> um yeah, I love that, but honestly, I will say that was the sexiest part, and it did lose steam yeah. for me throughout. Mm-hmm. And we can kind of go on a little bit, but yeah, it did. This was it was. Sexy. I yeah. I am not normally into this because I am a switch, and I lean more towards Dom. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't. I was like, oh, what? But like, definitely more in the position of like, I'm Emerson in this, where I'm saying, oh, that to yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did highlight in the book, however, um, quote, normally I'd want your eyes on the floor, but I want to look at you. End quote. He tilts my chin up as he examines my face. I just that whole like dynamic of like she she kneeled. Spoiler alert: she kneeled because she was like, this guy's on a power trip, like because it's like huge office, whatever and I don't know what about that line. I was just like, like, I want to look at you. Like, ugh. Yeah, erotic. It's it's this is hot. such an erotic book, honestly. It is. All four of them are yes. very erotic. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, we, it's a misunderstanding and he's very embarrassed about it. Charlie's kind of, she's like, I shouldn't like it, but I do. Yeah, she's like, I do like it. Yeah. And um, we do learn too earlier, or maybe it is a little bit sooner, that Bo hates his dad. Hates him. Yes. He is disgusted that mm-hmm. his dad owns Salacious Players mm-hmm. Club, which, I mean, Salacious Players yeah. Club, we can kind of explain a little bit, is a very healthy sex mm-hmm. club and it started yes. as an app that connected people mm-hmm. based by on kink, the kink yes. which is amazing and then they open up a sex club where everyone can go and it's safe to yeah. explore yourself explore yeah. your kinks lgbtq your friendly like, yeah it's yes. so amazing and they're mm-hmm. so like there's a two drink limit at the bar yep. love that yes. so no one yeah i love mm-hmm. that and there's different places for like voyeurs so you can go and watch yes like and then there's private rooms mm-hmm. and there's we get into the rooms later as well. Yeah. Um, and there's rooms based on different needs or wants mm-hmm. in those sexual encounters. Um, but then Emerson does offer Charlie a job. I don't really remember why, though. Why Why was that? I think she gets fired. I don't think... She, I think she gets fired at one job in the beginning. Does she? Yeah, so she doesn't have a job right But she now. works at the little roller, roller rink. She works at the roller rink. But I thought she got fired from that job. Did she? I forget. I forget. I'm in it for this month. Yeah. (laughs) I think, I thought she got fired. So then he hires her to be his like secretary. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so she starts working for him and the, okay. First of all, the chapters go by rules. Yes. So it's like, this is rule number seven. Don't stare too long at your new secretary's cleavage. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, there's definitely this dynamic because he's like, oh, this is like my son's ex-girlfriend and this is like very wrong. And she even feels the same way. Like, this is my ex-boyfriend's dad. Like, this is wrong. And there's an age gap. Um, there's a big age gap. There's a big he's age gap. 40. And, and she's, she's 21. Yeah. I'm not into age gaps like that. I... They don't do anything for me. I honestly kind of, like, thought I was. Mm-hmm. And then I explored, like, what this novel explored. Mm-hmm. And to be quite honest, it wasn't really, like, super, I think, what I thought it would be, I guess. Because mm-hmm. um, normally I am into a little bit of age gap. But, and I'll tell you why. Well, I'll just get into it now because I feel like I keep saying, like, I'll tell you later. <laughs> I thought Emerson was too perfect of a character. Yes. Um, I and thought, it even gets into the, on the last one, like, why he amazing. was that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just felt like he always made the right decision. Yeah. He was, like, directing her almost to, like, a point. I just think, like. I mean, also is, like, a dom. Yes. And that, like, filtered more into the lifestyle as well. Like, yeah. Like, the dominant sub, it was filtered out of that lifestyle and into their, quote-unquote, regular lives. Yes. Yeah. I just thought he was just, like, too perfect. And he didn't mm-hmm. really, like, other than his problem with Bo, mm-hmm. he didn't really have any other problems. Yeah, he wasn't... He was a pretty static character, in my opinion. He didn't do a lot of growing, that's yeah. sure. Besides, like, his changing of being like, well, now, spoiler alert, has sex with Charlie. Like, yeah. and, like, gets over the whole, it's his son's ex. Yeah, kind of gets over that, yeah. Yeah, I thought, for me, I think 
the sex got very kind of boring to me throughout the end. I just wasn't, I kind of like Mm -hmm. skipped a little bit through the sex scenes at the end. So I guess like if you are into more like. Male dom. Yeah, male dom. And then some of the kinkiness and like exploring, like they made this list of like anything she wanted to try. Yeah. And like, you know, um. So if you're into that, but then more into, like, the, like, lovey-dovey, like, type of, like, I just want to be with them. But, like, it's still, like, good sex. Yeah. <laughs> like, definitely we would advocate this book for you. But, yeah, it wasn't my favorite in the series. Um, also, one thing I did have, because I am a larger person, I have a large body, um, there's this one, like, part in it where he, like, takes off her coat and it's like, I take off her coat from her tiny frame. And that stuff kind of, like, gets to me. It kind of yeah. bothers me. Like, I understand that, like, representation does matter. And, yes, there are tiny people. And, you like, you deserve to have your own love mm-hmm. story. But I just can't connect to that. So, like, it I'm just. It kind of you out of the yeah, story a little it, bit. It definitely was, like, mm, not for you. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for the day that, like, a coat's, like, I peel the coat off of her sturdy frame. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just waiting for the day that that happens. And when it does, we'll talk about it. Because that's just. That would be amazing to me because I feel so often they say like, oh, her tiny little petite body. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yes, there are people that do that and go off queens. Like, yeah, you know, it's so great that you have a a tiny little body. But like, I also want to read about my big body being loved. Yeah. That's just like one thing that's really small. And it's not, again, I'm not saying like that ruined the book, but it's just, it definitely did take me out of it. But again, different strokes for different folks. You know what I'm saying? I guess, oh, the one thing that I will say was a little bit like, ooh, is when he, like, made her wear the vibrator in public. Oh, as, like, a I punishment. love that. I was like, I love that. I will say, sometimes I get a little weirded out by it, as far as, like, I don't think it's always appropriate to take your kink in front of unconsenting yes. people. Like, in the club? In the club. Do it, baby. Do yes. it. Do it. But, like, but if, if you wanted to do it, like, maybe? in public, public, like, maybe a drive through you know oh yeah drive through maybe yeah i mean it's not classy and that's not emerson's style he would be caught dead before he went like through like wendy's or something but, yeah like i think just as far as like when it comes to in our and in, instead of the books in you know don't in front of non-consenting people and like children might be around like that's just not mm-hmm. it's not it for me but i get the idea of it and i definitely am into somewhat public public adjacent like, in a car somewhere, you know, that's still, yes. like, in public, but not, not maybe in a restaurant, but, yeah, that's, like, another thing, but it's still, like, a good book, and I really like it, and it's done, like, between the dom and sub is very yes. sensual and I, understanding. I love that he says, like, specifically that he wants days where it's just him and Charlie, and they're yes. not doing dom, which I'm like, that is mm-hmm. so important, because if... You out there have ever watched 365 oh days, God. any of them, which I mean, I think we advocate those movies. We I do. think, yes, I think we advocate we watching them, maybe yeah. actions in them. We do not advocate, mm-hmm. <laughs> but until it comes to the third one, yeah, except for that one part, yeah, yes, the one part <laughs> you, you know, if you know, you know, if you know, you know, uh, it, it uh, spoil, hint, hint, um, it has both Massimo and Nacho. <laughs> Over Laura. Yeah. Doing something. Shit. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we watched that together and a little sidetrack, but I was, we were literally pounding on the ceiling because yeah. they have a loft ceiling. So, like, we were pounding on the ceiling, oh. like, screaming. Oh, my gosh. I Yeah, I'm screaming. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, wait, why did I bring up 365 days? It was something because kind of the, a... they're always in that kink mode. They're oh, they, always yes, in that. that's true. Yeah, they are always kinking. Going hard, like a little and too it's like, hard. Sometimes we ju- yeah. I just want to eat spaghetti. And, like with like them... I just want to eat spaghetti. I don't want yes. to make a sex thing out yes. of this. Okay. Yeah. And just like, I feel like that was done much more well with like Nacho. Yes. Like, yeah. But we're getting distracted. Yeah, we're getting we're not distracted. About, we're not talking about movies. Yeah, we're, we're talking, talking about, books. about We're talking about books. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I really don't have much more to say about this. I think, yeah. like, the biggest conflict that they had was that, yeah. obviously, like, he wasn't okay. Pu- but here's the thing. He wasn't okay publicly dating his son's ex-girlfriend, but he was perfectly fine with fucking her. Absolutely. So he gets over it, though. Yeah, I will say, like, that I think was, like, a little annoying. Yeah. Um, but I think also, too, she wasn't really as, like, understanding. Because, like, literally Bo finds out about it the first time and, like, Emerson's, like, trying to explain and he doesn't say exactly the what she wants him to say. And I think that was mm-hmm. a little too hardcore. I was like, Charlie, you don't have a son. Like, you know, you don't have a family or yeah. a child like that. So I'm like, maybe give Emerson a little bit of a break that he yeah. didn't come out and say, like, oh, I'm in love with your ex-girlfriend. Like, maybe give him a little bit of time yeah. to talk with yes, talk absolutely. with his son. That's not something you just want to, like, mention willy-nilly. But I will say, at the end, um, throughout the whole story, Charlie has a very mean father. I guess he's not really... I guess he's, a, he's mean. He's I would not, say he's mean. Yeah, he's he's big. not a good person. No, he's not a good person. He left the family because Charlie's younger sister is trans. Yes, which what an and, asshole. Yeah. So when she came out as trans, he was like, Whatever. "I'm leaving." Yeah, yeah, like fuck him. Okay, mm-hmm. like he's terrible. But yeah. he does come back at the end and mm-hmm. is a little bit violent. Yes, for sure, because he learns. That one of his friends went to the club and saw Charlie and Emerson there together. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, now you want something in her life? She's 20 yeah. fucking one. And the mom is like, I clocked them from a mile away that they were fucking. Like, yeah. she was like, She's I like, saw- you're not here, bitch. You don't get to say anything. Yeah, like, oh my gosh. But then that actually, he gets a little bit violent. Yes. And then Emerson. And Bo. Bo come, yeah. And they, then. They both come. They both, yeah. yeah, they both like, well, Emerson, I think the dad punches Emerson and then Bo like punches the other guy and then it's a fight because actually her younger sister stacy i believe is that her name no it's not stacy it's not stacy really let me let's look it up hold on sophie oh okay her name's sophie sorry sorry okay her name is sophie Sophie. not stacy yeah (laughs) she actually is kind of friends with Bo now yes they have kind of like a little bit of a friendship yeah so mm-hmm. cute. I think yeah. it's really cute. And then it's explored a yeah. little bit more in, in Mercy. In Mercy, yes. But, yeah. So he, she texted Bo, I believe. Or maybe she texted Emerson. I thought she texted Bo. But she probably. I think, I think she texted Bo. One of those people. Yeah. And then they come and kind of yeah. save the day. And yeah. then they end up like Together. everyone's ex- yeah. accepting of them at the club. Yeah. And they kind of get over it. But like, yeah. I mean, I thought it was cute. I thought it was enjoyable. I gave mm-hmm. it four stars. Yeah. Because I gave it three. Yeah. So it was like good. Yeah. Okay. So on to the next on one. On to the next one. Which I did not read. So, so I will Ellie, talk a little bit about it. Take it away. Um I This is between Garrett and Mia. Yes. Yeah, so this is between Garrett and Mia. And Garrett is Emerson's best friend. Yes. Um, and he is a voyeur. Mm-hmm. So he likes to watch. Yeah. And which I've his... been into, but yeah. because of my trauma, I'm not into their dynamic. As yes. far as, like, the relationship. Yeah, so, yeah, so we'll definitely do a trigger warning. So, just to let you guys know, this is a stepbrother and stepsister relationship, mm-hmm. and that can be 
very touchy for some people. You know, it can be very triggering. So I'm going to talk about that for the next couple minutes. So if you want to skip or if you're not into hearing about that today. Yeah. There we go. Um, I, I liked, I liked this book. I gave it a three just because of the stepbrother, stepsister element. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's not my kink necessarily, um, but it didn't adhere me from reading it. But it is about, like we had said, Garrett, um, who is a voyeur, and he hasn't really felt, like, sexual attraction to anyone in a really long time. He really suffers from depression, and he had a really, really bad episode, mm-hmm. I would say, around 10 years ago or something, before the story starts around that time. And so, and he's never been able to, like, get hard with another person, really. He always has to watch. Interesting. Yeah. So, he goes home and he goes on a cam girl site mm-hmm. and he advocate sex work we advocate sex work and honestly this made me kind of want to be a cam girl for like a hot <laughs> sack i was like Man. i thought you're gonna say for halloween <laughs> how would that even work i'm gonna be a cam girl for halloween you just dress up yeah. yeah just like dress up sexy yeah then i have to hold my phone i don't know yeah. <laughs> my camera. um but he ends up seeing his stepsister mia on the site Mm-hmm. and he does not like his stepsister. She is significantly younger than him. They did not grow up together. When his mom married her dad, I think she was, like, middle school, and he was in his early 20s. So, like, they yeah. never lived in the same house. They never... This is also another age gap. I believe she's 23, and he's 40-something. So, they yeah. never grew up together. So, that's kind of how it was okay for me. To, like, accept it, because I was like, okay, they didn't grow up. But, like, in other instances, like, I could also see it not being okay as well, you mm-hmm. know? But he does not like his stepsister. He thinks she's annoying, but mm-hmm. she has a cam girl site, and he watches her, mm-hmm. and he's into it. Got a big old boner. Yeah, he is into it. <laughs> um, and at first, he does kind of catfish her. Um, he mm-hmm. pretends to be Drake, who we learn about yes. later. Well, he doesn't send her a picture or anything. He just uses Drake's name. Mm-hmm. But he definitely doesn't, isn't say who he is. So he yeah. kind of creates this relationship with her over this cam girl site. But then he also starts having a relationship with her outside of that as mm-hmm. well. Sorry if you just heard my neck cracking. <laughs> that was amazing, though. That sounded like it felt great. It was amazing. But, and long story short, they kind of learn more about each other she's an exhibitionist he's a voyeur it works of course she helps them create some exhibitionist stuff for the club even though Mm -hmm. at first he's like i don't want you out there showing everyone what's mine but then he gets over it and i'm like as he should because it's her body it's her body yeah and he gets over it and it's good and yeah i and he kind of opens up about his depression and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And so I really, I did enjoy this book. Not necessarily for the kinker stuff, but I think the characters. I loved the characters. I think Maya was so fun mm-hmm. to be around in her head. I thought she was really fun and I mm-hmm. thought Garrett was very interesting. So I did like it. So I definitely, I, w- I would advocate it if you are okay with everything that goes down in it. But if you are not and you're not into, like, the stepbrother, stepsister, mm-hmm. which I can totally understand why, yeah. um, I would not advocate this book. But I think I think it was pretty good for just, like, character-wise. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really amazing. Um, yeah. Just the growth and, like, what they overcame to be together, I guess, in their own lives. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, 
we've talked about, there's just, like, some things that we can be, like, uh, why does this certain thing, and then we'll talk a little bit more about, give me more about why did this one thing have to be, like, yeah, like, but, I think in, what is it, Eyes on Me, mm -hmm. I think that it could have been something if they were, like, neighbors, and they and, like, hated each other. They hated yeah. each other. But, like, one time he saw her when they were both, like, teenagers. So there's no age gap. Like, they are both teenagers and he was, like, into it. Mm-hmm. And then ever like, yeah. I think that would have been cool and yeah. I would have loved it. Yeah. Um, but or, like, if he, just... she was, like, the mean girl that made fun of him at school. Ugh. And then she saw him. Or he, she was, like, the nerdy girl that he made fun of in school. And now she's a cam girl or something. Yes. That oh, would have been. I just got a little wet thinking about that. Um, <laughs> um, I guess for yeah. me... I don't feel like the stepbrother, stepsister added anything to it for me. I feel like they could have been anything else and it would have been just as good. But I know, I know step siblings are a very specific kink. Yes. It's very very popular. A very big trope. So like, I totally understand and I advocate if you're into that in a very healthy and safe way. But for me, I don't really, it doesn't really do anything to me. So like, that wasn't one of the aspects that made me like the book. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're into into those things, give it a read. Give it a read. I really yeah. like I I liked it, yeah. but we advocate Sarah Kate. I advocate Sarah Kate. Yeah, there's one she book cool. that I really want to read after this when we're done, mm-hmm. and it has to do with a preacher. Oh, beautiful Lord. sinner! It's called Beautiful Sinner. Oh Lord, I'm adding it. I'm adding it. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> I, I saw it, and I'm like, that's if this funny. is Fleabag with more sex, <gasps> I'm in it. Oh my god, I'm in it to win. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But now we're gonna li- get we're gonna go a little bit more into the books now yeah so give me more yes give me more give oh my me goodness more. okay give me more is a thruple that Whoa. does not start as a thruple no it does not but everyone wants them to be everyone yes. like thinks they are yeah everyone already thinks that they are at the salacious players club um because they are so close um so it's between um drake and hunter and isabel yes and just starting right off the bat, overall in this book, I will say I was way more invested into Hunter and Drake. Absolutely. Than I was with Isabel with either of them. Yeah. Like, and like, I, I kind of feel like I'm being mean right now because I'm like, Isabel, who cares? But like. No, I absolutely did not care about Isabel. And yeah. Like, I, I thought she was cool. Like, and I understand why she's there. And like, definitely like a thruple. Like, we advocate thruples. But yes. like, just, I don't know. She wasn't a very dynamic character either. It was cool, though. One of the lines was, like, she's just a book-loving, yoga-teaching nerd or, like, something like that. Which, I mean, like, for me, I'm like, that is me. Like, on the page, I was like, oh, my God, Isabel, I feel like, is so much like me. But also, I was like, girl, I don't care. Yeah. And this kind of goes back to with what I thought about Emerson. I just thought Isabel was too perfect. Yeah. Everything. And I wrote this down. Like... Everything she did was the right thing for mm-hmm. Drake mm-hmm. and Hunter. And I'm just like... Which, like, yeah, good person, like, fuck? good on you, like, but, like... It was just kind of annoying because, like, she... Yeah. And I understand, like, there was, like, enough conflict in the fact that Hunter and Drake have had feelings for each other for yes. years. And but Hunter... Hunter's dad was, like, super homophobic. Oh God, and, yeah. like, that transferred to Hunter. And then he was, like, God. But then he looked back and he's like, I always have feelings for him. Yeah. And... Which I'm like, ugh. Yeah. I just... I cared so much more about that. Then I was like, I was glad mm-hmm. Isabel was there. I was, too. And I and really I liked like, the end. Yeah. Because I've never read a book with, like... It was different for me because if I would have just read, like, Hunter and Drake's story, I would have been like, oh, like, I've read that before, but I still really liked it. Mm-hmm. But so I think Isabel made it like yeah. a little bit different, but yeah. I didn't. And I will say I bookmarked every time she took a fucking shower. She took three showers in one chapter. 
Oh my god. It was insane. Like, he literally went out, he, like, Hunter woke up when, I mean, I guess you have to take a lot of showers when you're getting too dicks. I guess. But, like. <laughs> you're getting sweaty. Yeah. But, like, she was, like, in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and she had just taken a shower. Yes. And then he goes to leave, and she's like, okay, I'm gonna go take a shower. I was like, you just took a shower. And then that night, she takes another shower. Her dry. Yeah. And then she takes a soaks in a lavender bath. That may put some moisture. But I was like, girl, you better be rubbing up the moisture. Because you, you know she what takes she does? so much she does. She does coconut oil. And then she does, like, some type of lotion. And then she does aquaphor over top. She yeah. is slick. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. That's how she gets, like, two dicks. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. She's slippery, slippery constantly. Slippery, slippery. <laughs> that's not um, canon. But... Yeah, that's not, yeah, that's not quoted in the book. Yeah. Um, um, I will say one thing really quick. It's in rule number five or chapter five. Um, they're talking about, because Hunter and Isabel are married. Yes. And there is a smaller age gap. Um, smaller. Yes. We will get into it. Uh, yeah. It kind of, yeah. Um, but one of the things that it's, this is Hunter's perspective. And so Hunter and Isabel are having sex and, it, and the quote is, and somewhere in the back of my mind, I know the reason I let her cry out is because I want oh, him to hear it. Yeah. Not because I'm showing off, but because in some way I feel like he should be involved too. He always is where she and I are concerned. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And there's all these little things that Hunter and like, he like, because he can't face his feelings yet towards Drake. No. But he wants to include him. And he's like slobbering over Drake's body. Slobbering. Yes. And then he'll be like. Well, I'm as straight as they come, or I'm straight. He yeah. at least says that two times about he, yes. being Which like, is I'm like, straight, but even I lying. would suck him dry. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, anyone, and I, and I mean this, anyone who <laughs> even has to say that they're straight. What are you hiding? Yeah. This is like, I, I'm like, you know, like, we yeah. all know. Yeah. We all know. Yeah. We all know. Get up, get up out of here with your fingerless gloves. Time. Yeah. I did it for a long time. Yeah, same. I really resonated with Hunter in this. Um, I feel like just trying to ignore so much about yourself, but then also having the voices of people in your past saying who you are when you're mm-hmm. like, I need to figure out who I am. Yeah. Um, also, one thing that's in this book, it definitely started off as like whenever it started off as Drake then having sex with Isabel and definitely like hot wifing like yes it wasn't it yes. didn't start and with Hunter was directing them Hunter by didn't the way. want that that was the hottest scene because I'm more of like that than I would say a thruple person yes. so I thought the hottest sex scene was him watching and directing them I was yes. like that's 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 that I didn't want to nice. like it it was one of those things where I was like you didn't want to like, like it I was like and that's not that I didn't want to like it because I th- I'm okay with that. Like anyone yeah. who wants to do that, I'm like, feel yeah. free. So I guess I, that's not the right thing to say. I didn't want to like it. I was like, I didn't think I'd like it. Mm. And then I yeah. did. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was like, okay. Yes. Um. So yeah, but I think yeah. I would have loved to have just spent a mm-hmm. lot more time with Hunter and Drake. Yes. I don't know. I mean, Isabel was fine. We already talked yeah. about this, but. And like, um. Drake is openly bisexual. He's an out man. Um, oh, yeah. So, and that is something we do get from Hunter later. He comes out to the friend group and he says they're bisexual and they're all just like, yep, kind of figured. Anyways. Yeah, they're like, like, oh, yeah, like yeah. we knew Isabel was getting both of you. Like, yeah. We knew it. <laughs> yeah. Look at that smile. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, rule number 12 or like chapter 12, the title is Who Needs Two Beds? Sometimes one is plenty. <laughs> um, and I just, oh, I just thought this was so fun. It's definitely... The most dramatic out of all of them so far. 
And I think all yeah. of them in total is, is the most dramatic as far as, like, figuring out this dynamic. I think so, too. Um, I mean, it's the most, like, risk involved, I feel. Yes. Because I feel like for them, it's like they have, one, a marriage. Yes. And then, two, they don't a long-lasting friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think anything like that. I mean, it's yeah. it's beginning a relationship with only two people is hard. So a beginning a relationship yeah. with three, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Also, at one point, um, Hunter says, like, I, I can't seem to think, think straight, you know, like, whatever. And then I just, I just like, noted, emphasis on the straight girl. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I know it wasn't meant in that connotation, yeah. but, like, girl. I, I marked something, too, when he said, like, anyone can get hard from that, right? And I'm like. Not anyone, baby. Not anyone. No. You. Yeah. You, honey. You get hard from that. Um, yes. Oh my god. And the shibari demonstration. So shibari is a form of like um like rope bondage and it's very artistic. Mm-hmm. And there's a demonstration. So basically Hunter, Isabel, and Drake are going to different <gasps> oh, yeah. clubs. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they're checking them out to see what they can gather for like Salacious and see what they want to add to their club or what they don't like in others. Yeah, and I know Emerson is looking to expand too. Yes. So he wants yes. to open up another club, maybe yes. with one of these clubs. Yeah. Um, so they're in a Shabari demonstration and Drake is getting tied up by Hunter. Yeah. And. Yeah, he is. He says, like, in his internal monologue, I like feeling, I liked feeling restrained and at Hunter's mercy. Mm-hmm. So, and then Scylla, the girl that is the Shabari demonstrator, is like, oh, you guys are, like, gorgeous, like, this couple. And, like. They don't correct her. They don't. They and don't he, correct and like, her. like, I think Drake was thinking um, Hunter would correct. Yes. And he didn't. Now Drake's yes. like, my feelings. Like. Yes. And then Hunter is, like, um, seeing Scylla and Drake because Drake's a player, okay? He gets... He gets a... He gets, he gets dick. He gets punani nani. He, he like, gets it. And, he gets it, yes. And he's proud of it. He's so proud he's of it. proud of and it. And we love that. Yeah. We love that. We advocate being proud of your sex life. Um, but... Scylla is like into Drake because she a hottie, he's a hottie. Why not make it work? Yeah. And Hunter gets mad. Oh, he gets he so gets annoyed. He so upset thinking about Drake's partners. But he justifies it as if he's like, how could you do this to Isabel? Like, she she deserves so much more than you just sleeping around. Yes. And I'm like, but you're jealous. Drake doesn't sleep with anybody no, else. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He just flirts. He's a flirty flirt. Yes. Which, I mean, I am a brat, so I enjoy the little flirty, just mm-hmm. to make them oh, a little Oh, where may I punish? Yeah. yeah. So you see me flirting over here? Like, I yeah. would never, ever do anything more than that. But, yeah. like, oh, my gosh. And never without my partner's permission, either. Like, yeah. I would never. Like, if I knew my partner was having, like, a bad day or whatever, <laughs> I'm not going to go over here and flirt with someone. Then yeah. they'll just, like, be really sad. But, <laughs> yeah. but I think, yeah, I think whenever. But, yeah. But in this instance, Hunter is not aware that. Drake is not going to sleep with her. He really yeah. thinks that Drake is gonna mm-hmm. fuck her and then fuck Isabel. Yeah. And Hunter's like, how could you do that to me? I mean, yeah. Isabel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they're touring these clubs and they do start, you know, these like activities between them. But it's always like they do like I guess double team is like the only word. To yeah. Use. <laughs> like they double team double Isabel, team. and. When they're doing it, Drake, like, puts a hand on Hunter's thigh. <gasps> yeah. And Hunter doesn't do anything about it. No, he doesn't. And he keeps it there. Um, 
so already that connection drake's like over them he's like oh my god like maybe hunter does want this with me yeah. and then hunter's like oh i didn't move his hand and like i kind of want him but i can't say that and then they get to this club where the rooms are completely dark oh my goodness and you have yeah. to like you have to wear a condom and like you have to be safe and so drake's like whatever like he was just upset with hunter i forget over what but so he goes into this room and it's he decides he's gonna go into the men loving men room and it's all like open and there's some like security guards have night vision cameras to make sure nothing's going down that shouldn't be and it's all consensual um but there's no other lights there's like glow like i think like glow dots or whatever on like the emergency exits and stuff like that so it is still safe to be in there Mm -hmm. um and then again like the security guards have whatever and um drake's in there and this younger man comes and starts flirting with him yeah wait before you go on okay before he goes into the room he says one of the lines that i think i resonated with so much okay he says why would i waste my time sitting alone drinking a dr pepper when i could be checking out these fuck fests behind me <laughs> and i was like you do I, love a good dr. I love a good dr pepper <laughs> and i was thinking that sometimes i would rather have a dr pepper than check out the fuck fests behind me but <laughs> i really loved that line yeah I, and i loved being in drake's head because i thought drake was very funny yes to be in. i love being in drake's head yeah yeah Hunter um, and Drake, I loved it. I'm Isabel. I'm sorry, Isabel. I'm, yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe because I'm so much like her, I just didn't find anything new. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. really want to be in a throuple, but yeah. Uh, and and she's almost too nice. Yeah. I feel like I think a little bit, a little bit more mean than she does. Yeah. But yeah. But we'll get into why I feel like she thinks about Hunter and Drake so much. But yeah. Um. Anyways, so he's in this male loving male room, and. Um, there's this younger, like, guy that, like, kind of comes on to him. Drake's not about it, though. Yeah. But Lil Miss Hunter, he has had, he was in a meeting, but then he didn't know where, like, Drake went. Oh, he was mad. And then he saw Drake go into this room over the cameras, and he goes in, and he has night vision goggles so he can find Drake, but he saw Drake with this other guy, and he got mad. Yeah. So what did he do? He threw off his night vision goggles and they started making out. Oh my gosh. Oh, this is the first moment in which they do um, allow themselves and to Hunter. To fully feel yes. each other without Isabel mm-hmm. present, which I think mm-hmm. they needed. Yes. Yeah. And Isabel advocated this yes. as well. Isabel, she, yes. She was like, please sleep with your best friend. She was very yeah. much into this. Yeah. Everyone is into it. Yes. Everyone's into um, it. <laughs> we advocate friends fucking. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it's consensual. But yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought, listen, it's hot. It was hot. It was hot. The buildup was so hot. What did, uh, did Drake suck his, did Drake suck Hunter's? penis or did it was drake i think yeah. did it first yes i don't think hunter would be able to allow no, himself at that point, to do that right then yeah at that point he was not in that space but then drake like finishes him off <gasps> yeah and then hunter just fucking leaves, leaves him there drake's on his knees on the floor and hunter bamboozles he oh my gosh he yeah. dips and drake, and drake is a oh. oh he's so upset and drake even says like i could never imagine a scenario where i would do that to him yeah Ever. And Drake wouldn't. And Hunter is beating himself up about it. Oh, yeah. And then, um, 
they so hunter decides that he is the problem in the thruple right now and he loves them both but he hasn't worked through his own internalized homophobia yeah so i mean this happens later on there are several there's a little bit more like sex scenes yeah oh wait there was a kiss in the kitchen they like kissed in the kitchen hunter yeah and they just let hunter just let himself kiss him and then they didn't talk about it and then i think the dark room happened okay yeah oh did they have did they have like sex and then like isabel kind of like watched before or after hunter went away it was before right yeah it was before she like kind of let them have sex with each other yes together and then she watched and she watched which Which, (laughs) once again yeah 365 days oh third movie oh lord anyways yeah so yeah but then hunter's like i gotta go fix myself so i can bring my best to both of you because you both mean so much to me we advocate taking time we for do yourself. yeah um um and i really got i really liked seeing drake and isabel and just as they are and not necessarily like having sex all the fucking time yeah um we do see a very lovely sex scene between yeah. them though with just mm-hmm. drake and isabel that's more of like a love making than yes. like a performance yeah. for but like they were hunter. hesitant yeah they were very hesitant because hunter wasn't there yeah which is so i mean mm-hmm. i feel like that was really cute <laughs> yeah. um but then you know hunter comes back and it's all good and hunter's like i wanted you guys to have sex like you know to have that connection while i was gone because i had to take this time for me and he actually goes and he lives with maggie maggie who is the main character of the fourth one um but yeah it ends it does end in pregnancy so if you're not into that, it doesn't really... I didn't mind it, though. Yeah. I do. I'm scared of pregnancy. <laughs> and I'm into the pregnancy trope. Uh, so. I'm scared of it. Um, I advocated if you like it. Mm-hmm. I advocated if it's done well. Mm. This one I advocated because I thought it was really cute how she yes. handled it. Because she was like, we're going to find out whose it is so then we can try the next time yes. with them. I was like, that's so cute. Yeah, and then, I bet it's Drake's, though, because she's I bet very, very pregnant. And yes, Drake, and Drake is, is, massive, is a big boy. So... Yeah. I think it's Drake's. They, like, refer to him as, like, a Viking or something like and that. And I bet Drake is, like, fertile for days. That's like, not, yeah. It's like, if he's meant to shoot, if he's going to shoot to hit, yeah. he, he's going to bullseye that and shit. And it's twins. Yeah. Oh, they're going to be so cute. Yeah. I will say that's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, But, yeah, they do, they make a California king plus, like, another bed so they can all sleep in the bed and, like, all the kids. Drake, by the way, is the construction manager. Of and, like, Salacious. the construction yeah, Of Salacious. So he makes things happen. And Salacious incorporates a dark room or, like, the capability of certain private rooms to go dark, um, which that they do utilize that yeah. <laughs> yeah. later. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think, like, what else kind of happened. Oh, I mean, they were, like, building this bed, whatever, and then they went down to get it and they had, like, a quickie. Oh, yeah, their little quickie. And yeah, Isabel knew the, she was. Yes. Like, she knew She's they very were pregnant at this point. Yeah. She's like, I don't yeah. know. She probably doesn't even want to have sex. She's so pregnant. Yeah. Um, but they also have sex at her yoga studio. Like, using an aerial. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah, the, like, an aerial yoga. Um, yeah. Not the two ropes, but just, like, the one that creates, like, a hammock. Um, and there's mirrors. Yeah, that's hot. Oh, I like the mirrors, for I sure. I do, too. Um, but yeah, and I also love at the end how Hunter and Drake can just like have a quickie. Like, I think that really shows like a comfortable how much he's grown. Yes, and I think of course, I mean this is a romance novel, so it's not like we're gonna go too in deep. And like I know like Hunter probably has days where that yeah 
it's hard yeah. that stuff still creeps back in mm-hmm. those voices that he doesn't mm-hmm. want to hear but i think that quickie does show how much he's yeah. like grown yes. since and letting yes. himself really be who he is yeah with drake and and with yeah. isabel so so we advocate um give me more that was a very we do advocate give me more but there's one thing in it that we don't really advocate yes. if you wanted to talk about that do you um, want to lead the discussion yeah so one? basically hunter saw isabel when she was 17 and he was 23 and they started a relationship not physical and then in the story it made sure to say like we waited till she was 18 to kiss and then six more months to have sex Mm -hmm. there's no reason she had to be 17 in my mind just make her 18 yeah i think that didn't do anything for me didn't add to the story and i mean grooming is something that we have both come in contact with in our lives and we don't really support it and yeah. i like we, it makes me anxious it and makes she me was, anxious she yes. was very close to 18 i will give them that but also like just make her just make her 18 then like she doesn't have to be 17 at all yeah we're very ca- and we are both very cautious when it comes yeah. to that idea so seeing that was a little it made me feel a little uncomfy yeah because i was just like even though you didn't wait i mean even though you did wait yeah. to kiss her you were still around and I do think that kind of leads into why Isabel was always like what's best for Hunter what's best for Drake how are we gonna do it because she almost seemed like and she was created to be perfect for both of them kind of I saw sorry but I saw that I feel like Isabel was kind of a little bit uninteresting because she was created to be perfect for them yeah which even if you're even if grooming is hap I think grooming you know can be even if they are older and the other person is younger they're still very influential to that younger person and you're you're probably not doing it to get in their pants but it just it still works on the brain in the same way in my opinion and Mm -hmm. like I just that's something that's very hard for me to get on board with yeah just make 18 that's like yeah that's like the only thing like I if I could change one thing about this book, I would make her 18. Yeah. Same. And I think it would have been so much more endearing because, like, mm-hmm. Hunter was like, I'm going to fix myself up for this because Hunter was, like, a really kind of, like, not, like, bad dude, but he was doing some bad things. And he was like, I'm going to fix myself up for this woman. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been just way more endearing that not the fact that he waited for her because she was 17. I think it would have been way more endearing if he waited for her until he felt like he was good enough for her. Yeah. You know, I thought that would have been way more endearing. And yeah. I don't know, but as a whole, I would say I advocate Give Me More. Yes, I do as well. I do, I um, think. Yeah, so on to the last yeah! one. <laughs> I'm going to need like a breather before this one. Obviously, this <clears throat> one was my favorite. Mine and as well. I gave it five stars. I think I did as well. I loved it. I thought it was, I thought it did exactly what it needed to do. It, like what it meant to do. Mm-hmm. It was a great book it was very very good and so in this one is mercy we have maggie who so far with the other salacious club owners she's the only woman and she's a boss ass bitch that is who she is yes and she's the only woman and she's very responsible she gives very much emerson emerson grant vibes um so she is a dom 
Oh my gosh. But yes, she is. She doesn't subscribe really to kink culture. No. Even though she is a part owner of this club because she was raised in a very conservative house. Oh my who gosh. was taught yeah. that sex is kind of bad. Like it's evil and like you shouldn't you think shouldn't, about it. You shouldn't think about you it. You shouldn't have fun while doing it. That's Absolutely what I got. Not. It's like it's yes. not something fun you do. Yeah. It's literally it's for something making children, you yeah. make children. Yeah. And that's, that's it. it. Yeah. So she had that, and she definitely didn't judge of other people for their sexual encounters. She just no. never experienced it for herself. Yeah. Um, and she's also a brat tamer because oh we're bringing him back, Mr. <laughs> Bo Grant. Oh my gosh. Charlie's ex-boyfriend, Emerson's son, Bo, is a brat. And he, I will say, he has done a lot of growth. Yes. before this novel be mm-hmm. so much more to go and we get to see it yes, and it's so great we do. but we see him yeah. the first time we see him i think it's so cute mm-hmm. is he is taking sophie to a D campaign yes we advocate D. oh we advocate D. Yes. oh we love it um and she has a crush on someone i think in the yes. group mm-hmm. and he's like that guy's stupid and not yeah. good enough for you yeah very older brother energy yeah it was very cute yeah oh my gosh yeah, yeah. so that was very, very endearing. Um, and uh, Maggie's, like, very, like, down-to-earth, I feel. And mm-hmm. she's kind of quiet, works hard. She's um, a Great Dane, yes, which is cool. Great Dane, named Ringo. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Bo's a little brat and a little sub, which is why him and Charlie didn't work out, because they were both looking to each other for guidance, mm-hmm. especially in their sexual and romantic yes. lives. So yeah. they didn't really work out. Um just wow i can't even wow. i don't even know where to begin with this book I because don't even like know where to start it throughout this whole book <clears throat> Bo says yes ma'am yes consistently <laughs> yeah and every time it made me quench <laughs> <laughs> every time that it was so he's like so bratty and like he definitely comes across as like the super, like, arrogant, spoiled little kid, like, that was so mad at his dad and, like, gonna throw a temper tantrum, whatever. But he's helping because Maggie just moved into a house. Yes. That was very similar to Emerson's. Um, she definitely compares herself to him quite a bit. Um, but I get it, girl. I get it. Um, and Bo comes and helps. And then the other girls of the Salacious Players Club, so you have, like, Charlie and Mia and Isabel... They want Maggie to take the quiz that was on the Salacious app to see what her kinks are. Yeah. And so she takes it and she gets like Brat Tamer. I don't remember what else she, she gets. Got. I actually have a highlight. She gets okay. Dominant, Master Mistress, and Brat Tamer. Those are her okay. top three, which is all Dom. Yes. I did not highlight those, unfortunately. Um, but yeah. I didn't I he's mean, ex I know he's experimentalist. That's like his first one because he hasn't tried so many so another spoiler Bo's hanging out with some friends you know smoking some weed whatever yeah having some fun yeah having fun and they are talking about there's this one guy that doesn't really get along with that comes around with his friends and the guy's talking about how you can just use this app to get up with super freaky girls and like it's like great puss like very toxic and Bo gets upset he gets very angry that the app is being used that way yeah which I'm like this I liked that because yes. it showed he's like, oh, he's thinking about this not like a horn dog. 
Like, yes. he's actually like, oh, my dad did this for a reason. And he's like, what? Yeah. I don't like my dad. I still don't like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was the first incident but, of, like, growth. And, like, yes. seeing Bo for more than, like, an arrogant asshole. Yeah, and for him being like, yeah, I, it upsets me that my friend is using this just to get pussy. Yeah. Like, it upsets me. Yeah. So, Bo ends up taking the quiz and he matches with Maggie. But <laughs> yeah. he doesn't, they don't know it's each other. No. Um. So, they're talking and Bo's like, in his bio, is like, this is just, like, an experiment or something like that. He basically says, like, this is stupid and I don't Oh, yeah, this is stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically. And then Maggie's like, why is it stupid? And, like, like, she's not quite into it yet, but. It's like those guys on Tinder that are like, I, I don't really, I don't really think online dating is, is, is cool or anything. I'm yeah. just on here for fun, you know? Yeah, and it's like, dude, get over it. Like. Yeah. You think you're on here for fun? I treat this like a game and I just say the craziest things to you and yeah. see what you do. Um, but anyways, um, yeah. So they start this like online little like relationship moment. Yeah. And they decide that they're going to meet up. Yeah, they um, do. And Salacious does this thing once a month, I think, where it's a masquerade night. So yes. you, like, hide your identity, yes. and I love a mask. And so they have this masquerade night that they're going to meet up on, and they do meet up. And she starts being a little bit of a dom to Bo, but then Bo is very much a female worshiper, so he wants to do everything for her praise. Ugh. But he wants to be punished when he's bad. Like, yeah, he needs, he needs to, be, to punished. be punished. He really wants it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so he, like, fingers her, and she comes, and then they find out that it's each other. Yeah. Because it was in a dark room. Mm-hmm. And then she hears his voice, and she's like, oh, shit. Yeah, she's like, oh, no, 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 yeah. So it's all, it's so weird for her, but Bo doesn't care really. Oh, he doesn't. He does not care. He's still into it. And like, after, yeah. so we learned earlier that Emerson and Charlie are getting married and it's yes. all leading up to their yes. marriage mm-hmm. because Maggie is like one of the bridesmaids and Bo is one of the groomsmen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Emerson would have asked Bo to be his best man, best man, but uh, they weren't there yet. Yeah. They weren't, <laughs> they yeah. weren't there yet. Um, but yeah, so Bo is trying to deal with this, but he mm-hmm. obviously has talked, like, he talked to Maggie earlier and is like, yeah, I'm into her. I'm into this older lady. Mm-hmm. But he didn't know that he wanted to be dominated by her, though. Yes. But. Um, so basically, Maggie's, like, moving into this new house and trying to fix it up, and Bo wants to be around her so bad, and so they kind of start this relationship, and Maggie says, okay, it'll, the front, because they're not going to tell anyone. Because she doesn't want Emerson to be mad at her for having sex with her son. With yeah. his son. So. Which makes sense a little bit. It does. Bit. Yeah. But, but also, like, he dated his, he dated which, his yeah, son's ex-girlfriend. He doesn't have much so to, yeah. He, if he's going to judge, he needs to shut the fuck up. Like. Yeah. If anyone, yeah. You better not judge. Yeah. So, um, he's, uh, Bo starts coming around and helping out around the house he he says something and i highlighted it and i made a note and he was like and maybe with any other woman i would just take control carry her to the bedroom and make her come so many times she changes her mind and i wrote a note about saying like he's never done that with another woman he's never he's never he's like i wish like i could do what i always do and just pleasure her aimlessly like i've done every other woman in my life and i'm like no no you don't Bo, honey 
No, you you want to be punished. You yeah, little bitch. Punished. yeah. And he even says in chapter eleven, I forget exactly what's leading up, but he says, "Then punish me for it." I notice a shudder in her breath as those words travel to her ears. Yeah. So. I, yeah. So they start like this, like relationship, and he comes over to paint. Oh my lord. Yeah, so he really he really wants to be punished and he does act out and I think she tells him one of the rules that she has for him is she's he's not allowed to touch himself. Yeah. And she I think she edges him. Yes. She edges him and won't mm-hmm. let him come and then she w- doesn't satisfy him and then she tells him to go home and he can't touch himself. And I think he kind of does a little bit of a relapse and he kind of is like, well, I'm just going to show her. But it is a brat thing to do. Yes. It's so he, bratty. He but does he's pleasure, like, yeah. But he, he does get a little angry, but he does touch himself. He takes a video of it and sends yes. it to her. And so, she opens it at a meeting in which Emerson is there and they're like, oh, what's that, Megan? And she's, she's like, it's like, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. However, oh my God. for his punishment. Is this the one? Is this, is this why you texted me that I'm a filthy whore? Yes. For not telling you. <laughs> oh, no, no. This is not that. Oh, okay. This is not that. No. Um, oh, okay. So, for his punishment, he's painting the house, and he gets a vibrating butt plug. This part actually kind of made me a little bit stick sick to my stomach. Not in, like, a bad way. I was just like, I can't imagine what she does to him. Oh, my gosh. I am hugging this pillow right now so tight. <laughs> 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 I literally can't do anything but laugh. You're like blushing. I was, You're like, what? I know. I was panic laughing throughout most of this book because I was just like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one point that's right before this that um, Bo says to her through text, You're right. I must have been lied to my entire life. Please fix me, mistress. And I literally said, check, please. Like, (laughs) oh, my Lord. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And it's just, it's such, um, it's such a good book. And also, she's described as having, like, curvy hips and, like, very much, like, librarian energy, which I'm not. But I do, I am curvy. And, yeah. I was going to say, she didn't go into it, but I definitely pictured Maggie plus size as we move forward in this. Um, Because she shows, like being like mm-hmm. actually loving her body but feeling like she has to be uncomfortable about it yes. and then coming to terms like when because Bo yeah. worships her body like oh my so God. she loves her body yes and I mean Bo says I'm literally giving you my body so you can use it to get off oh my gosh yeah oh my I think God. I wrote too I think what made this book so good is the tension was so great because we have Maggie's conservative background mm-hmm. bumping into Bo's struggle with what is masculinity and we get those two things bumping into each other grinding if i shall say against one another and it just makes it so good because once again i Mm -hmm. liked this because they were both so real neither one of them was like making the right decisions all Mm -hmm. the time or like even as hard as it was to read when he like was mean to her and was like, I'm only doing yes. this for sex. You're stupid if you thought oh it was anything. God. I was like, Bo. That's beyond Brad. That's, that's like so ass, cool. Yeah. yeah, he was definitely. And I really liked that. And there is a trigger warning at the beginning of the book that he says some pretty mean things to yes. her. Um, and then also there is a sex scene that is very trigger warning. Yeah. Wait, wait, which one was that? <laughs> that's trigger warning. Trigger warning. Um, he's in control in this one. And 
she he like oh my gosh, he yeah. goes hard yeah Which, oh that was so scary that was i was yeah into it because maggie was into it she was into it yeah I actually, and i was into it as well yeah like he like loses control and like it was yeah. it was dark, but it also dipped into the darkness that he yes. has a little bit like mm-hmm. he was very that was very dark but she was very into it but mm-hmm. yeah but then it he felt like scary. A, he felt yes. so terrible yeah it would have been like it would have been really scary if she wasn't into it yeah because i was like they wouldn't have done that though if i imagined that scene and she wasn't into it i would have been like whoa do not advocate this book Mm -hmm. but they were so i still advocate but i forgot about that scene actually a little bit i was like oh yeah that scene was a lot yeah and she calls him a brat constantly because he is he is and he loves it he like needs to be punishment she does reward him and it's Treat just him good yeah it's just such a fun yeah i just can't but that one scene with the butt plug she makes him come over and over all day again. long i can't imagine that oh my gosh oh my God. Oh, um, that's so crazy but yeah. he was into it he never she let him say like if you want to say mercy say it yeah like but he never said it so yeah um i'm trying to find um I wrote this one thing kind of going into, like, she says this about Emerson. Emerson has no idea what it's like to be the only woman in a world of men, and all things considered, he's one of the good ones, but treating me like he treats everyone else doesn't mean things have been equal for yeah. me. Which, ugh, that's so true. Yeah. For sure. Oh, during the scene where Bo is the more dominant one, um, he spits in Maggie's mouth. <gasps> I know you're into that. And I that's when I texted you and I said, you didn't tell me about this, you filthy whore. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I am very into that. Um, super freaky girl. But, yeah. And just, oh, oh, that was just, mm-hmm. it was the bee's knees, man. A little bit after that scene, she says something that I absolutely advocate. She says, Bo, you have some warped perceptions about sex. The shame you feel isn't your fault. Someone else put that there. Which, and that is something. Yeah. What's his mom? That was sure. his mom, for sure. Um, and his own, just, like, people he hung around with, too. Mm-hmm. But definitely had, like, that. They're, like. And then also, he was comparing himself to his dad. Because yes. his dad is a dom. And he's As, a sub. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, if I'm a man, I'm supposed to be a dom. And mm-hmm. I'm, like, no, no, no. Yeah. And, like, his dad was always strong. And there's one point that is very heartfelt and sweet where because Emerson was a younger father there was one point where he was literally homeless and (gasps) he says to Bo don't you remember the time we went to the beach and Bo's like yeah we were sitting and rolling coins on the bed and he's like we were homeless yeah and then we went like we had to live on people's couches and Bo was like I I would have never guessed like young him would have never guessed that they were homeless because his dad did such a good job at like hiding it mm-hmm. but then his dad always being the strong one definitely left Bo like in this predicament of like not feeling like a man yes yeah <sighs> I liked knowing this about Emerson in this book made me appreciate praise yes more yeah yeah so yeah oh also we did not mention her in the other books but there is a, a woman who 
frequents the club yes. quite a lot named Eden. Yeah. And she kind of helps the women, I feel like, all in some way. She she's sometimes dominant, talks to the men yes. as well. Um, she's very much a dominant. And she kind of helps Maggie along with her journey mm-hmm. in this. But she also kind of talks to, like, with Charlie in praise. Yeah. She's like, well, we need to make him jealous. And then with Mia, I think she's like, you just need to do what you want to do. Like, fuck him. Like, you know, yeah. you need to... If you're an exhibitionist and you want to do this, that's for you. I think in Good For... I think in Give Me More, she's literally just like, man, you lucky bitch. Like, to Isabel, she's like, yeah. you got to. And then she's like, you just need to. And then she kind of, like, tells Isabel that she mm-hmm. needs to, like, get them together. But I actually learned, doing some research, um, that there will be a fifth book. And I think it is going to be about Eden and that really Incredible. rich lawyer guy that yeah. comes in mm-hmm. all the time or something. But I might be wrong about that. But Yeah. I would read that book. I wouldn't be... I don't know. It'd be a good book, I'm sure. Oh my gosh. There was also trigger warning. We're gonna I'm gonna talk about um religion for like just a split second. Mm-hmm. Um outside the club. One of the big things is like someone is really hating on the club. Yes, they have protesters. They have protesters they have super protesters religious outside, protesters. like carrying sides of the Bible verses, and I was like, that mm-hmm. is not going to do anything. Yeah. Um, you know, like also, we like, advocate love. We advocate, like, finding what works best for mm-hmm. you when it comes to your spirituality. But, like, mm-hmm. we always advocate love before anything else. So, yeah, that part really broke my heart. Because I was like, yeah. those people do not know what actual love is. Love in action. But, anyway. Yeah. Um, they Someone is, like, publicly vandalizing the club. Mm-hmm. Um, they vandalize Bo's house. His car. His car. Oh, which maybe they not thought, his house. Maybe it's just his car. His car. And they thought it, because we find out that Emerson bought Bo's mom's house and so that they could live there. his mom never told her that. Oops. Yeah. It never told him that. Yeah. His mom was always like, he left us and didn't help you. So his mom's been lying to him for yes. a very long time. Yes. But they did because they thought it was, um, Emerson's house. They vandalized Bo's car and Emerson was very upset about that for Bo. And they are leaving the club oh, after violence she... warning. Trigger warning, violence. Violence, yeah. So they are leaving the club out the back way after she goes to town on him. She lets him have it. Yeah, she... Woo, okay. God. Oh my gosh, yeah. She lets him have it, for sure. And they are leaving the club, and it, I th- believe it is after... Emerson and Charlie's is that their wedding or their I think it's their their rehearsal dinner it's the rehearsal dinner they will go to the club they go to the club after and Bo is like I trust you so much no no no. it's their wedding it's their wedding yeah 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 okay yeah and so Bo is basically just like I trust you so much Mm-hmm. I want you to have this part of me. Yes. I want oh my god. It's actually very beautiful, yeah, actually. It's it very is. beautiful. And he I think he I loved this scene. I think he cries, doesn't he? He I don't remember. I think he not like cries in like a way I just gets think like teary eyed maybe. A very emotional scene yeah. of him finally accepting who what he wants yes. and who Maggie is to him. Oh. And but anyway, I'm sorry. Violence warning again. We're gonna get to it. Yeah. He, they go outside the club. There is a man there that knows that Bo is Emerson's son mm-hmm. and is basically like, I want him to know what it's like to feel like having a child in danger, which I mean, none of his children because he are thinks, in danger. Yeah, he thinks that this club being in town is going to bring in perverts. Yeah, which I'm like, like There's a big screening process, but anyways, yeah. Yeah, so, I'm like, he knows nothing about yeah. what this means. But anyway, um, he ends up attacking Bo physically. Yeah. And it Bo like is hospital. put into the hospital, which is yeah. very bad. Yeah. Emerson then finds out that Maggie and Bo have been in this relationship and 
I think the reaction is very human-like. He's upset, obviously, but he does understand that he has no room to judge. Mm-hmm. Um, and even Bo's mom is, like, on board. Um, there's one part, just kind of backing up a little bit, that they're at this dinner, and they're kind of, like, picking on Maggie, and they're like, oh, do you have a bow? And I was like, oh my god, oh, that's yeah, his name. Oh, but that like, part is so cute. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, she's like, he like chokes like on his water. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like panicking. And then Bo steps in and is like, hey, how can you tell the difference between a nerd and someone into BDSM? Like getting the attention away. And then the joke is, ask them what a dungeon master is, which is such a funny joke. Yeah. And also that he steps in because he can tell Maggie is so uncomfortable. Yeah. What a king. What, what a good partner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he says something later. I'm not really sure. I think, what page was this? Oops. Okay, but he says something, and this has actually been highlighted by a lot of people. Um, and he says to her, I'm not perfect by any means, but I want to be for you. I've never been in love before. Mm-hmm. And my breath, mm-hmm. oh, my breath hitches. I thought I was, but it never felt like this. I never wanted to be better for anyone, Maggie. My heart is yours. Do whatever you want with it. I have that highlighted as well. I think, is that before or after they have sex that way that is um that is before okay yeah so then she's like oh their code word is their safe word is mercy yeah by the way yeah Yeah. and i think she's like after that she's like oh then she's like now get on the bed that's what she says yeah so that is right before and he's very into punishment um he like, likes it because he didn't get it that's why he's a fucking yes. spoiled brat emerson never no punished one, yeah emerson never punished him his mom didn't like care enough to yes. punish him but so, he like, does he feels he deserves to be punished yeah and boy howdy does yeah. he like it yeah boy like howdy. hard punishments like wooden paddles boy, riding crops howdy. yeah yeah so yeah yeah but he ends up being okay from yes. the attack he mm-hmm. does have a really bad concussion and everything but yeah, I also like because Emerson asked Maggie to open up the new club and run it in Phoenix. Oh, yes. And they're in Briar Point, California. So it's going to be away. And they're like, oh, what if we just like told them and then left so they can't kill us? This is before his accident or before his mm-hmm. um, attack. And so they're joking about that. But then I feel like it was it wasn't this whole thing that's like, oh, like, I can't tell him I want him to come with me. She's like straight up says like, no, like. He's like, I, I want him to come with me. And then they have a conversation about it. Yes, conversation. Um, so, yeah. I just thought that was, like, very cool. And then they explained to them, like, what's happening and, like, how long it's been going on and how much they do love each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was so sweet. And then in the end, they do end up moving to Phoenix together. And Bo, biggest turnaround is invested in the club and he helps yes. Maggie run it from the beginning of the first book when Bo was so against uh just wow just the salacious players club and now he's like running a part what, of it with Maggie what uh, and oh we didn't say this but I love this um she gets him a collar and she does get him loves a collar. it he's like yes please yes, yes. ma'am um yeah and I think that also, yeah, just like what you said, him owning the club, really taking in the submissive role that he find that mm-hmm. he's comfortable in. 
I'm like, damn, the growth in that. And that's why I gave this book five stars. Because yes. I thought the characters were amazing. The growth was immaculate. Mm-hmm. The sex was hot. I didn't yeah. skip through any of the sex scenes. I didn't either. Um, for, I would say, for, I would say each book I kind of skimmed one or two sex scenes. Yeah. This one I did not. I read every single one. Because I, I just well. thought yeah. they were so, yeah. so good. Because um, I will say too, it did show me. Because like I had said, the praise i'm mm-hmm. definitely more of a brat than just praise mm-hmm. because i thought this was way more interesting because emerson not into brats you're gonna be bratty he's like no, you he's, out of here yeah immediately no you out of here yeah. um but i feel like i was a little bit more into mm-hmm. into the last book all right so the steam scale let's start with praise because it's the first book of the series the steam oh, scale praise. for praise do you mind if i go first on this one you go first okay. you can go first yeah so i think the beginning it's probably like a 9.5. Oh, absolutely. Scale. Just her, just him saying, why aren't you on your knees? Yes. 11. And I'm not really even into that. Like, I'm not really a sub. So I'm not really even into that. But it was hot. It was hot as hell. Yeah. I was sweating, screaming. Then as the book went on, I would give the overall book probably a five. <gasps> it didn't, it, it lost its steam. It was smoking hot in the beginning. And then it got into not that it's not appreciated by me that I got into this place of like love and like just companionship which I think is very sweet and you know it's necessary I think to some people but it it lost the steaminess then for me even though it was still very erotic it just that steam I'm looking for that yeah. like punch so I would say the overall is like a five five or six and then the scenes at the beginning they were 9.5 I just, That's I want to save gift. 10. I'm so bad about giving no, anything like a 10. 1 or like a 10. Like, save your 10. Save <laughs> so yeah, it. Praise is, yeah. Save your 1, me. too. <laughs> um, I agree. I think the beginning was so hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. But then near the end of the book, I did find myself skipping through yeah. sex scenes. Because yeah. I was like, we've already seen this. She's subservient. Yeah. He's the dom, mm-hmm. which some people are really into. Yeah. I need a little bit more switch. Yeah. I need a little bit more of that energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I give it a 6.5. Okay. Yeah. On the steam scale for praise. So yeah. I guess I will do eyes on me. Yeah. I, I did not read it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I would say seven. Okay. I thought the cam girl stuff was really hot. So yeah. I think that's very. That's probably like an eight or nine. Yeah. But I think altogether like seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't really have too much more to say about all that because we yeah. didn't really get into the discussion of yeah. it. But. Yeah. Probably like a seven. Okay. All right. <laughs> Give me more. <laughs> Give me more. Give me more. Give me more steam. <laughs> Actually, don't because it's off the charts for me. <laughs> there are some scenes in this novel that I, I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. Ooh! I'm going there. I know I was just talking about how, like, I'm going to save my 10s. Yeah. This book is getting it. Yeah. This book is getting a 10 out of 10 for the steamy parts. Um, Specifically the one where they're in the room for the first time, and Drake and Isabel, and then Hunter's in the corner. He's like, do this then. 10 out of 10. That is a 10 out of fucking 10. Like. I think I agree. I think I yeah. agree on those specific scenes. Yes. And then the overall steam level of the book I think because I liked it more, I'm going to give it a 7.4. Wow. 7.4. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, 
for me, I did not think about any of, like, really the sex scenes after I read them, which I feel like that means a lot to me Mm -hmm. as a reader if I'm, like, thinking about them, like, Mm -hmm. outside of, like, reading the book. Um, The scenes between Hunter and Drake, 9.5. Yeah. I loved just Hunter and Drake. Um, So, I honest, I will say this. I think Steam Scale, this is a nine overall for me. Okay. I wouldn't say I necessarily enjoyed all the steam. Okay. Though. Okay. But I understand that this was super steamy and very kinky. Yes. This is one, I think this is one of the kinkiest books I've ever read. And I'm sure that there are kinkier books out there, but you know, I don't really, I don't read. Yeah. I like usually, I mean, I love trying new things and I love reading new books. Mm-hmm. I don't really lean towards the Salacious Players mm-hmm. Club type books. I'm going to yeah. read way more now since I read these. I'm very excited to read more. Yeah. But this just, I don't think this necessarily aligned with me specifically. But mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, there was a lot of, there was a lot of good stuff in it. So I would yeah. say nine. I think people would enjoy this team. Yeah, so. absolutely. Okay. Last one. Mercy. Oh my gosh. 15. <laughs> 15 yeah a million yeah 15 it was Um, so good i'm gonna give the overall book a nine on this theme Mm -hmm. there are some parts like whenever he's painting her walls and i don't mean that like yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i know what you actually mean painting walls with like a paintbrush (laughs) yeah um that was a 10 yeah that was a 10 for me that scene was a four. It really freaked me out. Yeah, it really yeah. freaked me out. But I understand. Like I like I get it. I get yeah. it, and I support it. Mm-hmm. But I'm like for you personally. Yeah. For me personally, I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm TMI. If this is TMI for you, but I'm an open book, so like I'm definitely into the whole like female dom. Like I view myself more as that, and then also like overstimulation. Yeah, maybe I have to try more of it to see. I yeah. feel like I wouldn't like it personally. Yeah. But I have never tried it, yeah. so. Yeah. I think I'm into much more extreme things than yeah. yours. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I think my, yeah, I would agree. I think this is a 9.5 mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. For yeah. sure. It was just, and I read every single sex scene. Yes. I read every single I read, one. Ev- I read every single word of this book. Yeah. And I took it to heart. I kept it. It's locked away. I can recite it. I do a daily story. devotional every day with yeah. it. So. <laughs> I open it up. It's the Bible to me. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was good. So what would you, what would the steam scale be for the entire series? Oh, the entire series. I know it's so What hard. a good question. Should I take the average of the scores I said, or should I just give it one? You could say the average of the score, and I would think it's right, even if it was wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm just going to give it one. I don't know if this is the actual mathematical average. I'm going to give it... Mm, I don't know. I'm going to give it a 7.8. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I think because this concept was so new to me, it's so erotica-leaning that mm-hmm. I'm usually used to reading... So, I give it an 8.5. Okay. Altogether, okay. I think. Because yeah. in the first book and the third book, mm-hmm. I skipped sex scenes. I think in Eyes on Me, I also skipped some as well. Yeah. But, so yeah. I would say those lower down the points for me. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think for me, what lowered it down is I didn't read Eyes on Me, so I'm kind of counting that as a zero. Yeah. Because I just was not into the the whole, like, step-sibling thing. Yeah. Um, I'm never been into that like Mm -hmm. that's just like 
Yeah, and then the first one I definitely skipped. I skipped a lot of the sex scenes. And then the third one I didn't, and I'm just, I'm going to have to stick with my guns in a 7.8. Yeah, that's, I like that number, 7.8. Yeah. All right. (laughs) And that was the steamy scale for the Salacious Players Club. Yeah. I guess, yeah. yeah. So I guess final thoughts on the whole series. Final thoughts. I advocate the Salacious Players Club theory. Uh, serious not theory but <laughs> the salacious players theory let's yeah. what is it yeah. um no but definitely and if i mean they're standalones for sure i don't think you need to read any of them beforehand no i felt like eyes on me by me not reading it i didn't miss anything really no um so if you just wanted to read praise or just wanted to read mercy, mercy or, or give me more whatever um absolutely absolutely they're on kindle unlimited um, yeah which we so, advocate Kindle we, Unlimited here. We advocate Kindle Unlimited. Oh not my sponsored, gosh. but not sponsor sponsored. Us. Not yeah. sponsored, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um I didn't really have a song for like usually I connect yeah. you know, songs with books. I didn't mm-hmm. really have a song for Give Me More. Maybe that Britney Spears song that's like Give Me More. I don't know. Something like that. Oh, I thought you were gonna start singing the song from Greece. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> no, no, no. But I will say, Mercy, I do have a song for that. And okay. it's I Want to Break My Baby by Calio. It's, I'm not I'm sure if that's how I pronounce it. it, but it's, um, it is all capitalized. The artist is K-A-L-E-O. Okay. And it's I Want to Break My Baby. I'm going to have to listen to that It's sexy. It's hot. It was, Mer- it, that was a song for Mercy for me. Incredible. But let me look at my phone really quick. If you are looking for recommendations for this series and you want another series just like it, but a little bit different, I would um, recommend the Fallen series by Nicola Davidson. So she has written a series that is actually about sex clubs. It's like, like it's historical. Mm-hmm. So it's about sex clubs and like olden times but it's kind of like salacious players club it follows the owners of these sex clubs Mm -hmm. and if you want one just like mercy the devil's submission is the woman immediately going on my list the man oh me too um i don't believe these are on kindle unlimited though unfortunately but yeah so surrender to sin the devil's submission the seduction of viscount vice so Mm. there are three fun but if you want those those books would be like the salacious players okay so great yay yeah so that's it for today yeah but yeah so i mean at the end of the day we we advocate and maybe you might get beautiful center maybe sometime down the line here i might maybe we'll maybe you'll get a little bit but yeah we advocate a like a safe healthy sex life that's full of consent and boundaries absolutely yeah all right well well that's it next time on we advocate steamy books bye (laughs) thank you so much for listening we advocate steamy books the proud podcast of harper productions llc and created with the help of anchor you can follow us at we advocate steamy books on instagram and email us at we advocate steamy books at gmail.com don't forget to rate and subscribe 
We Advocate Steamy Books is a podcast all about reading romance and romancing readers. We are striving to create a safe space for everyone to read, discuss, and enjoy the genre of romance. Thank you.